You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God's love stays the same through the ages for His chosen people. Learn more about this truth in week one of our series, Remember This. A, a new series, remember this. Okay, maybe some of you are. Do, do you use your phone to remind you of stuff? Yes. Yeah? Y- yes? Okay. Um, just checking. She's usually in the back. Okay, that's good. My mom's not here. Do you know that I even, I even uh, put there, naka calendar yung mom ko. Okay, every Friday, 3 p.m., call mom. Nakaganon. Kasi kung diba, bisa nakakalimutan ko. Pag nakalimutan ko yan, dali ako, no? Maybe you're, you're a parent here. De- delikado. Pag Pagpatak ng Friday, hindi ko pa siya tinawagan. Saturday, tatawag yan. Larry, nakalimutan mo na ba ako? Hindi mo ba alam na buhay pa ako? Ganun talaga, no? Okay. You have to remind me. You have to strike that out in the video. Okay? But, um, but my, my, I'm, I'm always accused to be um, either have a short-term memory loss. Anyone can relate? Yes. Yung mga asawa, ginagano yung asawa nila. Ha? Hindi ako yun. Kaya nga, kaya nga may short-term memory loss, eh. Nakalimutan mo na. Yung asawa ko naman kanina reminded me that I don't actually have a short-term memory loss. She said that I have a selected memory. Okay? Selective daw yung memory ko. Meron ba sa inyo selective yung memory nyo? Bakit same person? Pare-pareho, ikaw pare, no? It, that's us. The, so sometimes we're, we're like that. My prayer is that Sunday in, Sunday out, when you hear, when you hear God's word, I, I, I thank Francis for that prayer. It's because my prayer is that we won't have a selective, selective memory. We wouldn't have a memory loss, or we don't actually have a short-term memory, especially with God's Word. You know what's good is that we can actually refer to God's Word over and over again. All you have to do is actually open God's Word. Open the Bible. His message is true yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It has stood the test of time more than 2,500 years, and it's still the same. You know, the problem most of the time is that um, we, choose to, we choose to have that selective memory. We choose to either neglect or forget. Study says, study says that um, when you get out of this hall today, you would only have 30% retention of what you heard. 30% retention. 70% you actually completely forget about it. My prayer is that you ask the Lord's grace, you ask the Holy Spirit to remind you of that, those words. That's why spiritual discipline is reading the Bible daily. You don't just memorize it and then tuck it away. You memorize it, put it in your brain, and then let it nourish, let, let it grow inside your heart. Because the, 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 the issue there now is how to be fruitful. I, I love it how it has to be planted in our hearts and it take, take root and it will be fruitful. That's my prayer for us today. This is actually um, a, a book study on, on, on the book of Malachi. Here, his purpose is, is to confront people. Say confront. Confronting people about our sins. About our sins. But what's good about God is He doesn't stop in just confronting. He doesn't stop in just pinpointing. Okay? I'm, 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 I'm a parent. I'm always accused by my, by my kids. Dad, ito ko na naman. You pinpoint, you pinpoint, you pinpoint. But not God. Not, God is in the habit of restoration. Everybody say restoration. That is ultimate goal. It's not just pinpointing the issue, pinpointing the problem, pinpointing and confronting sin. 
But He even gives us the grace for restoration. That's His goal. That's always His goal. That's why God is reminding us through the book of Malachi. Not, not of our sins, but He's reminding us, sons and daughters, I want you to be restored back to me. It's all about restoration of relationships. We talk about relationships there. Uh, relationships in the world right now um, tends to be so volatile. It, it, it's so, it's, it gets easily broken. Okay? A relationship between a, 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 a man and a wife. If there's infidelity issue, if, there's, uh, if one cheats on, on another, what happens? Broken relationships. If be, between, between, a, a ch- between children and parents, if there's betrayal, if there's betrayal, if there's trust issue, Parents, I'm a parent. I have three kids, 17, 15, and 7-year-old. If we play favorites with your children, guess what? There's going to be broken relationships, not just between you and your children, but even between siblings. When you know, however, the most tragic relationship that has been broken, that's why Malachi gave us this, this, this word, is our relationship with God. Our relationship with God. You know that our relationship with God is the most valuable relationship we can ever have. That's the most valuable relationship. That's like the basis of all relationships. Do you want your relationship with your children to, 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 to grow? To be good? To prosper? Make sure your relationship with God is solid. Do you want your, your, your marriages to be fruitful? Make sure our relationship with God your relationship with God and your spouse's relationship with God is good. That's the basis. And the basis of all this relationship is love. Everybody say love. Yung iba nagulat, no? Sabi nga ni Francis, Christmas na dito. Bakit love? Bakit love yung pinag-uusapan natin? Without love, there won't be Christmas. Right? Yung iba hanging pa rin. Magigat One more time. Without love, there won't be Christmas. Without love, God won't send His one and only Son to earth to be born in a manger after 33 years to die on that cross and after three days to live again and give us eternal life. Without love, there won't be Christmas. Without love, actually, we won't be here. Love is the basis of all relationships, but the basis of every relationship is our relationship with God. Do we value our relationship with God? Let, let, let me ask you that. Do you value your relationship with God? Singles, do you value your relationship with God more than the person you're trying to pursue? Husbands and wife, do you value your relationship with God more than your spouse? Parents, do you value more your relationship with God with, than your children? The same way with the children. Four weeks of Malachi, the whole November... We're talking about, first, I have loved you today. That's love. We're talking about um, how God's love stays true uh, the ages of time. Then next is, God is a great king who deserves honor and faithfulness from us, his people. Third week is that he doesn't change. God's character, commandments, and promised blessing, it doesn't change. Okay, We change. Sometimes, even through our circumstances, we, we, we change. But then he doesn't change. He remains true yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And God will punish, punish the wicked, but will spare his children. Four weeks of, of remember this. If you have your Bibles, can you turn your Bibles to Malachi 1? Malachi chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. 
Let's read together. The oracle of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, says the Lord. But you say, how have you loved us? Is not Esau Jacob's brother, declares the Lord? Yet I have loved Jacob, but Esau I have hated. I have laid waste his hill country and left his heritage to jackals of the street, of the desert. If Edom says, we are shattered, but we will rebuild the ruins, the Lord of hosts says, they may build, but I will tear it down. And they will be called the wicked country and the people with whom the Lord is angry forever. Your own eyes shall see this, and you shall say, Great is the Lord beyond the border of Israel. So it's an oracle. What's an oracle? Oracle of the word of the Lord. Oracle is a burden. The burden now, it's not on us. Can you imagine that? The burden is upon the Lord. That's why He gave us this message. Background lang natin, oh. Background. This, 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 um, the book of Malachi is very important. It's actually the last book, okay? The last book in the Old Testament. Before the New Testament. It's only four chapters uh, short. Ito parang huling habilin ni God. The last revelation before there's a 400 years of silence. Do you know that? That after, uh, after God uh, sent a word through Malachi, He became quiet for 400 years. For 400 years. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Kausawa mo yan. Kaya mo 400 years. Tumahimik si Lord. But instead of Instead of people being happy that, the, that God actually became quiet, they were in quandary. They were perplexed. They were worried. What's going on? 400 years. But what's good is that right after the 400 years, the revelation comes in a man, in Jesus Christ. He was born during the, during the New Testament. So this is very strategic. Strategic in, 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 in every way. Let me give you a, a bit of a background. The people of Israelites... People of Israel, who, who are descendants of Abraham, when they give, they, when they given a, a commandment, a covenant, when they were actually going through that life, they were very disobedient. They tend to be a bit like us. Can 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 we can we relate that there are times that we we actually disobey God, and they were always given the chance to start over again. Starting over again. Ano ba yan? <laughs> Dito ko lang ginawa yan. <laughs> Sayang yung 1 and 2.30. <laughs> they, they, they always start over again. It, it's always ground zero. It's always reset button. Aren't, aren't you glad that every morning is a new morning? It's always reset. Sana pag tingin mo sa utang mo, no, reset ka lang, pipindutin mo, reset. Sana pag nag, nag, nagkaroon kayo ng problem between a, a man and a wife, pag tingin nyo, reset button, reset. Israelites, they were given the promised land. They were given that covenant from, from, from the covenant of Abraham. Then they went through hardships in the land of Egypt under the Egyptians. And under the Egyptians, they were conquered. They were made to become slave. And then next day, came free. Remember Moses? Exodus? After them getting out of Egypt, they are now conquered under Assyria. Parang one after another. One after another. And then after the Assyrian comes the Babylonian. And they thought they were being liberated. But they were liberated for a while. And then Cyrus of, of, of Persia comes in and starts to invade them and, and they become slave again. For them, it's like, it was like an ending cycle. 
But that's that's just the external. There's even the internal. Ano naman internal? Internal because of the long wait, because of the long uh, 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 waiting for the Messiah, for the promised land. They thought they had it all. Because the, remember the wall in, in, in Nehemiah? It was built. Remember the, the, the temple? The temple of, uh, of Solomon? That, was, that became ruined? It was already built. But still they were waiting. And confronted by this, their, 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 their internal issues came to, came, came, to, came to life. They were already disgruntled. They were already facing uh, uh, fr- frustration. Today, we will talk about God's love. Specifically, the Lord's love for Israel, His chosen people. We are His chosen people. Do you know that? We are part of that lineage of Israel. So don't just say, okay, this is just a part of history and it stops there. No, it's not. The promises from Abraham transcends to our generation and the next generation to come. My prayer is that you would actually look at it and we can relate to it. That we often see our, our, our part, we often see ourselves as standalone. We're not. We, we, we are not. We are part of God's one big masterpiece that is weaving together slowly, that is weaving together beautifully to show not our majesty, not our glory, but show His glory. God's love. It it, it all starts and emanates from God's love. Love began with God when He created the world and us. Without Him, there will be no love in the world because it came from Him. It's a source of love. He is a source of love. That's why He created you and I. That's why we are in this place right now. Because of His love. Mind you, this love is way different than how we see love here in the world. Okay? It's not the cheesy kind of love. Alam mo yung, yung, yung may inaabangan ka? Alam mo yung papasok, pagpasok mo na service, pag upo mo, nakatingin ka na lang siya sa pintuan, hinihintay mo, darating ba siya? Pumasok, ang ganda ng buhok. Ayan na yung crush ko. Love ko na talaga siya. It's, it's not that kind of cheesy love. It, it, it's, it, it's not. It's, that the, it's not the hashtag my forever kind of love. But this love is divine love. Everybody say divine. This love is not, is not the earthly love is saying, okay, it, it should satisfy me. I should be happy. Earthly love is all about me. Earthly love is what I get, what do I get, I want it now, where is it now? That's, that's earthly love. Earthly love is, 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 is where you just wait and say, okay, it's all about me. Divine love. It's all about giving. That's the love that, Jesus, that God portrayed through Jesus Christ. And He's telling us in this book, rewind. Have I shown you my love? Have I shown you my love? That's how much I love you. Just uh, verse, verse 2. said, I have loved you, says the Lord, period. First message, first salvo of the huling bilin is I have loved you. Not to prove anything, but said, I have, I have nothing to prove because I have given you everything. God's love for His chosen people is unfailing. It's unfailing. It, it, it doesn't fail. When, when you talk about earthly love, it's, 
it would fail. I'm a father. As much as I love my children, one way or another, I fail them. I'm a husband. I love my wife. My wife and I, we got separated. And then we came, we, we, uh, we, we came back together and now it's a different story of his testimony. But still, I fail him and she fails me. Because why? Because we're not perfect. But not our God. Because divine love, God's love, is unfailing. It would always remain. It would. It would stand the test of time. And it will remain. The people, the people who's, who's, who's actually agitated already, the people who's already frustrated, the Israelites, okay? the, the, the Israelites who's, who's asking, okay, where, 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 where is everything? You know, they actually turned to their old ways already. They started, again, worshipping false gods. They started, and not only that, okay? These people, these stiff-necked people, are, are, are not the best of the best. But they thought that they're actually entitled to that love. You know, when we always talk about earthly love, when we always embrace just one side of love, not the divine love, it makes us entitled. There's always an entitlement issue. That wait, wait, Where is it now? I give, I get. I give, I get. I give more, I should get more. But it's not that kind of love. These people, these rowdy people, these people who got become agitated, actually, they're, they're already, they're, they're not the best of bunch. They, they became careless now in their worship. When you uh, read through um, chapter 1, verse 7, they're already careless in their worship. They would worship idols. And they're already starting to be indifferent in the truth. They, they started to twist the truth. That's in chapter 2, 6 to 7. And then they, they already become disobedient to the covenant. Remember the, the covenant that came all the way from Abraham. They started neglecting it and forgetting it and not already obeying it. Then they, 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 they became faithless in their marriage. The marriage, the vow that they took has become garbage and they turn around to it, to, to it already. And then they become stingy. They become stingy in their giving. You know, church, the, the hardest part here is that they, they thought they weren't hurting anyone. But the worst part is that they didn't know they were already hurting their relationship with God. Let's not talk about standing. But it's at relationship. They already started to hurt their relationship with God. But then, God is unfailing. As He has said in Jeremiah 31 verse 3, He has said this centuries back. Centuries back, He said, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have, I have continued my faithfulness to the year. He's reminding them. Israelites, remember, I took you out from Egypt. Move you out. Yes, you encountered hardships along the way. But then... I saved you again. Can, can, can we actually relate? When, when, when I was doing this, this, this sermon, um, I, I actually repented uh, countless of times and said, well, Lord, parang Israelite, na Israelite talaga ako. No? I, I was lost. And then you found me. Then after you found me, I was living in, in the life. And then I forgot you again. After I forgot, for, forgot you, I repented of my sin. I asked the Lord, Lord, forgive me. Then you was there to forgive me. And after you forgive me, 
how after living a faithful life, I forget you again. It, 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 it's like a cycle. We failed as Christ's followers. We failed as God's chosen people. But He doesn't fail us. He doesn't fail. His promise ever since the covenant with Abraham is true until today. He has actually per- preserved Israelites, preserved Israel for His glory. Sometimes we think as God is not someone who, who, who is actually here and we see Him as a distant Distant to his people. Sometimes we, we may, maybe you can relate. Maybe sometimes you feel like, okay, Lord, bakit, bakit hindi, mo, hindi mo sinasagot yung, yung, yung mga dasal ko? Lord, why, why up until now, why up until now, you, you haven't blessed me with what, what I need? We always resort back to the earthly love. We always, we, we always forget and we always go back to the earthly blessing. We, we always look for the stuff that we feel like we are entitled to. And that cherish the most valuable thing that God has given us. Restoring us back to Him. is that, that relationship. We see the blessing of God in, in, in economic views. How, how rich I am, how 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 blessed I am in my work, how blessed my, my, I, I am in my relationship because I have a beautiful wife, I have a beautiful, uh, I have a handsome uh, husband. We resort to that, but we never value what's actually most valuable, the relationship that we had in Him, that He restored for us. In Lamentations 3, 23, verse 24, it said, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Can you imagine if He counts every record of our wrongs? Can, can, can you imagine that? Can you imagine every time, every time we do a sin, every time we do something wrong, He's there to point it to us and say, Oops, the merit one. Oops, the merit two. Not Him. His mercy is new every morning. He's unfailing. I remember this when, um, when we were given a chance to minister to the 1,200 police officials that got removed from, from uh, Kaloocan. They were actually sent to three, four different centers. Tama, no? Francis, four different centers with 300 each. And uh, all of them were actually undergoing reprimand. So, nangyayari, every morning at 4.30 in the morning, they have to wake up. They have to do drills. Kasi pinaparusahan sila. Lo and behold, they heard that they will be sent to a Christian church. One week of training. You know what, what, what popped up in their mind? Oh no, ito na naman. Ito na. Dadaling kami sa church. What will happen there is, papagalitan kami. Sasabihan kami, mapupunta ka na sa impyerno. Yung, 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 lahat ng ginawa nyo, kasamaan. They, they thought, whatever they got from, from the public, from the world, that they would hear it inside the church. You know, lo and behold, a lot of them came to us. A lot of them sent messages. A lot of them sent, uh, sent messenger uh, messages. They were surprised. You know why? Because when, when they came here, we, we didn't want to scold them. Why, why would we scold them? Who are we to judge? Is anyone here without sin? It's not. We just showed them the Father's love. First session palang nila. First session palang nila, bagsak na sila. Why? Because... 
powerful preaching on God's heart. Powerful preaching on the Father's love. That's the, the, the pretense of everything. A lot would say that, you know what, Pastor, akala namin, wala na kaming silbi, wala na kaming pag-asa. But yung failure pala namin, this personally, uh, Francis and I, Pastor, we heard this personally, said, but our failure is actually a step closer to God. And they saw hope. They saw that God is unfailing. Let's continue to, 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 to pray for uh, these police officials. Next is God's love for His chosen people is unconditional. Say unconditional. It's unconditional. There's no strings attached. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love Him and keep His commandments to a thousand generations. Israel here, like any nation, is sinful. But because of His covenant relationship, God's covenant relationship with Israel, He continued to love them and bless them. He actually chose them. They are a chosen nation. Pinili sila handpicked. Like you and I. Do you know that you're handpicked? It's not an accident today that you are here in this place. A lot of us, we, we, we thought that we actually seek God. That's why we know God. That's not true. God chose us first. God appointed a time for you to actually meet Him. And that's how we met God. Israelite said, but you say, how have you loved us? Just a tip. Let me digress for a while. If, if My prayer is that all of you, all of you would read the book of Malachi. Only four chapters. When you read it, you'll be surprised that it's like a dialogue. It's like a dialogue between God and His people. Yeah. And here, He was actually, the, the Israelites were confronting Him. Asking Him, okay, okay, you love me? How do you love me? How do you love me? God here, God knew what was in the heart of the Israelites. Maybe we can relate. Maybe we say, okay, you love me. Sabi ni Pastor, love me. Love me, okay. Pero Pastor, uh, yung kapamilya kong may sakit, terminal pa rin. Uh, Pastor, yung, yung, yung utang ko, walang reset button talaga, chinik ko na. U- utang ko pa rin. Pastor, yung grade ko... <laughs> Parang patay na talaga, hindi na humihinga. That was actually the heart of the Israelites. They were telling God, you love me? Don't you see my situation? I'm still under Persian captivity. I'm still a slave. Where's the Messiah? Where's, where, where's the, where, where? the glory of God is not even at the temple. The wall was built, but then it's just a wall. Church, it's, it's... How can I say this? It's okay. It's okay to question God. Let me repeat. It's okay to question Him, but not the motives of His heart. You understand? Sometimes we blurt out, God, why are you like this? Lord, Lord, hear my heart. It's okay. We're but humans. But never the motives of God. We don't know His plan. As I told you earlier, we are, we are just part of a, 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 a big masterpiece that He's weaving. Cry out to God. That's, that's okay. Pray. That's okay. But never question His heart. Never question His motive. 
Let me read this. Unfortunately, many people are actually cynical about God's love. Cynical in the way that we use political and economic progress as a measure of success. We look at the, the, like the Israelites, walang peace, under ako ng oppression. So where is your love? Walang, walang blessing, kulang ako dito, may utang ako. Where is that love? That's not the measurement of God's love. They were wrong. God loves all people because He made them. However, His eternal rewards go only to those who are actually faithful to Him. We are, when we are, when we are aligned to God, when we know His will and His purposes, we never, we don't question Him, but rather we wait and see for His revelation. Who would have thought 10 years ago, I will become a pastor? Who would have thought 12 years ago, I would become a Christian? If you ask any of my friends, and please do, any of my friends, they would say I was among the worst of the worst. But God uses the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. Not to prove that, Uy, ang galing ni Pastor. No, 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 no. It's again to show Him His glory. The thing that I cannot do, the thing that I cannot fathom, the thing that I don't know how to, I wanted to reform my life, but I couldn't. He made it in a snap. Whatever your situation is, His love for you is unfailing, it's unconditional. All you got to do is to trust and believe in His sovereignty. Made the point again, he said, It's not Esau's brother, declares the Lord, yet I have loved Jacob, but Esau I have, I have hated. A lot of discussions about hate. God hates people. No, He was proving a point here. What's the point? I know you. I, I hope you really know your history. I love reading uh, God's word. Uh, why? Because it's part of history. It's it's not a standalone book for religious people. It's not. It's part of history. And if you know your history, you will know that Esau and Jacob are actually brothers, right? They're they're, they're brothers. Not only they're brothers, they're twin brothers. They're twin. Just so happened that Esau becomes, uh, uh, got out of her mother's womb. So, siya yung elder brother. And in that, in that tradition, the elder brother would get the blessing. Birthright. But then, some, somewhere along the way, he sold his birthright for Caldereta. And Jacob had the birthright. Not only that, Jacob deceived uh, Isaac on his deathbed, and then he got all the blessing. Proving there, God knew that they know their history. And God is reminding us, we ought to know our history. If we want to be part of Esau's line, guess what? All of them were actually gone. Namatay yung buong lineage ni Esau. The Edomites. They were conquered, they were killed, and as the verses said, they were sent to the desert and they're gone. But up until now, we are preserved. Part of Jacob's line. God preserves us for a purpose. We are His chosen people. We are God's elect. Hate here doesn't mean the hate that we know, that hate that, you know, yung sampalang hate, I don't, I don't like you anymore, I hate you. No. Yes, God hates sin. But in this part, God turned around. God chose and elected the people of Israel for a purpose. In Genesis 25, verse 23, 
said, two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you shall be divided. The, the one shall be stronger than the other, the older shall serve the younger. Are, are, are you like stuck? You're, you're like thinking, okay, ano ba kailangan? Israelites or Edomites? Israelites or Edomites? But come to think of it, both of them were actually sinners. Both of them weren't actually worthy of being called uh, uh, part of God's kingdom. God has chosen to love Israel in spite of their sins. It is for a purpose. A lot of times when we, when, when, when we think about uh, uh, us as Christians, even now as Christians, bearer of the good news, we think about, okay, uh, it's all about us. It's not. God has a purpose. That's why you have to make sure that you are living the life that you ought to live. Nourishing God's word and living out every word and being fruitful in and out of season for His plans and purposes to prevail in your life. Because we are chosen. In John 15 verse 16 said, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruits should abide. So whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give you. Talking about unconditional love. I remember um, doing a counseling one time to a recovering addict. Uh, this recovering addict is, um, has been in and out of institutions, has, uh, has terrorized their family, has... Op- and dami na, paulit-ulit, labas-pasok na siya, and not only that, um, how many times the family would have forgiven him, and then later on, he will go back again to it always, and then again, papasok sa rehab, and then, forgive, forgive ole family affair. Patawagan yung pastor. Be blessed, blessed ole. Tapos, paglabas ole. After a while, I would get a, a call again. Oh, si ano, pumasok na naman sa ano. Oh, cycle. Cycle, over and over again. Then one time, one time, me and my wife were actually ministering to him. Very young. Very young. 30-something years old. He said, hindi ko na talaga kaya. What do I need to do? Just repent. Paano mag-repent? Lord, sorry. And then, what's next? We went on, Lord, um, give me grace to live the life now as a Christ follower so that I turn around from my sin. I'm never going to be addict anymore. Okay. And he said, okay, what's next? What's next? He couldn't get it. He couldn't get that unconditional love means I have forgiven you. I have loved you so. My love for you is unfailing. Now come to me, my son. Maybe a lot of you are puzzled. That's it. Sana nagets you rin. Yun lang talaga yun. That's why His love is unconditional. No strings attached. In this world, there are so many strings. In this world, it says, do this so that you do that. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm a parent. Most of the time, I, I would repent because I would look at my, my daughter, especially my daughter, okay, Lara, don't do that. Why? Mm, sige, daddy might not love you anymore. That's bad. Because that's not true. I can fail my kid. I don't want to fail. But then our father, his love is so unconditional that he doesn't count any records of our wrong and gives us mercy. Because why? Because his love is unlimited. Everybody say unlimited. God's love for his chosen people is unlimited. God loves, God's love knows no boundaries. There's no limit. There's no, there's no how, how deep, how wide his love is. When, when, when you go to the deepest part of our ocean, in the, in the Pacific Ocean, you know, Pacific Ocean, the, the Mariana Trench, yun yung pinaka deep, it doesn't, 
If you swim in that, if you dive in that, you wouldn't reach it. You couldn't reach it. You couldn't reach how deep His love is for you and I. But, but, there's a big but there. But you have to trust Him fully. There has to be a let go. I, I love sharing my preaching with my wife. And uh, I remember her telling me to add this. Maybe some of us here can't describe God's love. Maybe some of us here cannot actually comprehend God's love. Because in reality, we choose not to embrace God's love. We choose not to, to embrace it. We love the, the, the love that the world gives. We love the entitlements and the precious little blessings, the temporary blessings and enjoyment that we get from the world. That's why we neglect it. The challenge always there is there has to be an action. We have to move. We have to do our part. There's actually a choice. Malachi verse one, uh, uh, chapter 1 verse 5 said, Your own eyes shall see this, and you shall say, Great is the Lord beyond the border of Israel. Yes, it's limitless. But we have to make a choice for us to see it. Not just hear it. Not just hear it. But to actually experience it. But to actually dive in it. To actually embrace that love. That is unending. That is unlimited. God's love stays the same through the ages for us. Because we are His chosen people. We are the chosen people of God. Maybe you're here in this room today and you ask, you're asking, I know that love. I, I know that love once. I have experienced that love. But then, yeah, something happened. I neglected it. I forgot about it. That's why the title is, uh, the series is titled, Remember This. Remember that I love you, that my love for you is unfailing. My love, of you, my love for you is unconditional. And it's limitless. It's unlimited. With all heads bowed and eyes closed. If you know that you have hurt your relationship with God, not trusting in His love, rather obeying and, and, and obeying the, de- the desires of your heart, disobeying God. You want to be restored. This is the time. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for my brothers and my sisters. For they have acknowledged that they hurt the most valuable relationship that they can ever have. Father, I pray right now for restoration. Restoration in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for your abounding grace. Lord, I pray, Lord God, Lord, for your grace to be in each one of us, Lord. Let us be restored, Lord, full-fold, Father. A hundred-fold, Lord God. Lord, not, not, not 50%, Lord, a hundred percent right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, that it is only possible because of the confidence, Lord God, that we have in the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray right now, Lord God. Lord, I pray, Lord, for there's no... No, there, no stain, Lord God. Lord, I even pray, Lord God, Lord, that you would remove any wrong uh, perspective in, my, in our minds. That hindi siya ganong kabilis lang, anak. Hindi siya ganong kabilis lang. No, Father, I pray, Lord. Lord, that we would see you as a loving Father. Our Abba Father, all we have to do is ask for forgiveness and then you would freely invite us in. 
right now Lord God right now the father is saying unto you my sons and my daughters accept this embrace accept my hand I've been wanting you back and now I rejoice that you are back thank you Lord God you just heard a message from Victory for more messages like these or to access other resources please visit victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook